Yo, it's a stupidly small podcast. That hurt, Lauren Clark. It's Sorry. Wednesday, 13th of April, 2016. Hello. Don't know why I apologised. Uh, hello, Stu Farrell. How are you? I'm all right. Well, funny you should ask, actually, Lauren Clark. Yes. Because uh, I, you might, I might recoil in pain at various times throughout this podcast this morning. For as the I did usual reasons? Or? <laughs> no, no, not through content this time. But uh, yesterday... Mm. Uh, Tuesday afternoon, I had a uh, tooth pulled out. What are you talking about? Well, you know, you, so no, like okay. actually pulled out of your face. Yeah, with like a wrench or what was it? No, you use okay, it? no. So tell me about this because, as you know, I'm like I'm a novice when it comes to removal of things. You know, in anything to do with teeth. Yes. Like beyond cleaning, which I find oh, traumatic right. enough. You've I've had, never had, had anything. A, uh, what do you call them? Filling. I had I had one thing where they chipped away at some chip that I had, and then they filled it in with some other thing, and that's and I think that that's called a filling. Maybe called a filling, but it wasn't because of a hole in my tooth because I got chipped something, right? They did a lot, put a lining in that traumatized me <laughs> for like ever, and it wasn't even didn't even hurt. Right. What? Well, no, I had, a, I had a, this a, is the one where you're awake. You don't have a general. Yeah, well, I was lucky enough. I, I went and got an X-ray, and my wisdom teeth, as with the rest of me, apparently, it's quite spot on. So mm. it just meant that. Um, did they I give could... an appraisal of the rest of you? Did they? <laughs> Your wisdom well, was pretty good, but look uh, at the specimen of this guy. We wouldn't expect anything less. <laughs> and um, so it it indicates because you know with the roots of a wisdom tooth, mm. they can be like little claws. Yeah, and they could. And like I've heard stories. Like my dad used to tell a story of how he had a friend that went to the dentist to get a tooth pulled out. Yeah. And it was in the older days when I think they actually a dentist and a mechanic shared tools to yeah, uh, no, extract totally. teeth. Yeah. And um, <laughs> this guy apparently had he he broke the guy's chest trying to pull a tooth out. I've heard that story. Yeah. I wonder if it's a. I wonder if it's an myth. urban myth because he reckoned he, he had his knee on his chest with the bolt cutters or whatever. He, well, it wouldn't oh. be bolt cutters, but. Uh, spanner, yeah, and uh, he God, was crushing his chest. And but see, I think about it, if they're trying to pull a tooth that hard, and then it slips, and then they smash your bottom teeth on the uh, like. Oh. Anyway, my roots weren't so bad, uh-huh. and uh, and that, that was <laughs> they were just straight rather than crooked. Yes, and uh, yeah, he, the guy said to me, and I've got a good, very good dentist actually. He, mm. come, he comes highly regarded. I won't okay. plug him, but. Yeah. Uh, Whenever someone asks, I always say, go to this guy. And I do that too. Mm, he's very good. He's a lot better than yours. And Because um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were about to tell me how good your dentist was. And you know what? No, Nobody should ever I take dental didn't... advice from you. You've had one little thing that you don't even claim as a filling. Whereas... <clears throat> no, no, nobody should take it. I, I'm not no. claiming to give dental and advice. And plus, yours, your dentist is on Collins Street, isn't it? No, my oh. old one was. My new, my new one. I was actually making a joke, but it was no, true. no. My new, my old one was on Collins Street. It was up the top end, and in fact, Stuart. Speaking of the top end of Collins yes. Street, dentist, listen to this story, and it is a wisdom teeth story. <laughs> wisdom tooth story. Wisdom teeth. In this case, person I used to know mm-hmm. went to the uh, dentist. hadn't been for a couple of years, but same old dentist he'd been to. He, you know how you got a family dentist when you were a kid. No, mine was a creep. Right. Anyway, well. You, you had one though. He told me we I had a beautiful mouth, <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't know how to respond. <clears throat> Continue. Oh, of all the people I could have said that to, so. Uh, but you did have one throughout your ch- your childhood or your family. You had a family one, right? No, no, no. Oh. I remember going to one particular dentist 
a couple of times when we were young. And As then, a kid. Yeah, and then I went to another one that I asked uh, who the family dentist was, and that was that was after I moved out of home. Right. So I went and saw him, and that's the guy who You're was right. telling me how much we had so much in common because we both drank red wine and had a beautiful mouth. Well, that is very nice. What a lovely chap. Anyway, point is... This uh, mate of mine. Yes. This mate of mine had a. Uh, you do have a very pretty mouth. <laughs> yes. um, like a pig. This mate of mine said uh, went to the dentist and mm. said hi. Sorry, I haven't been for a couple of years. Just want the full checkup. The guy goes, okay, cool. Uh, let's go. He puts him in the chair, lies him back, goes da 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 da, and he goes, hmm, well. And this is when we were at uni. Friend was about twenty one, twenty two. Right. Goes, you need your wisdoms out, my friend. So we better book that in. And my mate goes, you took my wisdoms out. Oh. <laughs> so what was and he trying rep- to scam reported him? him. Yeah. Reported the dentist. That he, the, the, he had no wisdom teeth in his mouth and the guy could see that on a, presumably, on... So what was he going to take out? The next set along? Who knows? Put him under a general and then just... just cut his mouth open. Skip around for a while? So what, was there any... Uh, repercussions. Repercussions. Um, I seem to remember there were. Yes, there was a. In fact, I think he felt a bit guilty about it because he realised the guy was like not in a good way. Like you know, he was to be doing Gambling that addict. or something. You know what I mean? There was something bad going on that made him. But what a, a <laughs> what a, a crazy way of because yeah. imagine all the people that you'd need to involve in that. Well, see, I had a dentist once. Yeah. Who was more blat- was even more blatant than that? I've told you about him. How he'd tell you in the chair that he was going to retire at thirty-four, and you'd oh, walk past right. his hundred and fifty thousand dollar BMWs, and you go, "I'm never coming back here. I don't care if I have to get my teeth ripped out by mm. a butcher. Yeah, I will not give this guy any more money." Got to say, you do think when you have <clears throat> tooth pain or something, and you have to go to the dentist. Wow, that is expensive. This should be like. On med- you know, like this should be subsidised for people because if be. you've got no money, it, you know, if you have a, a poor diet and a, a you know a bad life situation, there's going to be stuff going on in your mouth and you can't afford to do anything about it. And you know, like well, ugh, poor dental hygiene terrible. also causes other illnesses. It's the worst. And as you know, constant pain uh, is very bad for mental health. Yes. Um, but no, it, it it's a, it's a it's sort of a crime that it's not actually it's a crime. It's on the worst. our, for, you know, Medicare or whatever. No, totally. But Listen, what do you do? What did you? Oh, what do, hey, you do? what do you do? Give it a rub. Yeah. You have a Panadol. So how do you <laughs> fix the tooth pain? <laughs> that's well, what. That's what um, a mate of mine's mum used to always say. Give it a rub and have a when, Panadol. When she'd fall okay, over, mom. she'd say, "Give it a rub. Don't worry. Give it a rub." She was like a nurse. Apparently, people whose parents are nurses are like. Whatever, you've got a broken leg. Wah, wah, talk to me in the morning. Aren't you the person that uh, is anti-nurses? Why am I anti-nurses? I thought you were, uh, don't give me the eyes. What, uh, are, you, no, what I, are you talking you've about? You've told me your theory about nurses. No, uh, what are you talking, you're just trying, told to, you're other, baiting me. I've told other people, look, you're going red. This is <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Do you have nurse friends? Shouldn't we go any further? Lauren Clark, you've gone beetroot. We should maybe call a nurse because your head might explode. Should we go any further, Lauren? Oh, she's off. You are just, you are baiting me. Don't what? do that face. Look, <laughs> I have actually gone bright red, haven't you I? You have gone as red as a I've gone troop. bright red. You are burning up. 
No, it's because. Suck on your Sharon. First of all, shut up. Secondly, mm-hmm. um, no, nurses. My theory about nurses is that my all of the people in my family who are nurses have uh, kids who say, um, yeah, I fell over. I broke my leg in three places. My mum said, you know, give it a rub, suck mm-hmm. it up, cupcake, see you later. This right? This is my theory, yeah. This is my, this is my, my mum's cousin particularly. Uh-huh. Who's Anne? Hello, Anne. Hello, Anne. Does Anne listen? Shut up. Okay. Anne is a wonderful woman. Anyway. But she's a nurse. She's a nurse. And that's what she And doctor's kids are like cotton wool protected. So the doctors were like, don't go outside. Don't breathe. Don't, you know, like, you could get allergic to the, mm. you know, like air. air. Don't touch the air, children and stuff. So apparently doctors that's the high. difference. That's yep. what I've heard. Anyway, oh, Stuart, what are we what talking it, about in so relation lovely. to... Yeah. Um, so what's that when you draw your, your finger across your neck like that? Is that a stop? <laughs> right. We've got to get our... Uh, oh. um, I'm physically attacking him now. Uh, no, so tell me what right. it is like to have your tooth wrangled from your head in under not a general anaesthetic, a local, No, just a it? quick local. Uh, well, this is what I mean by a good dentist. Right. Okay, to finish off. Unlike I you, kind of can't imagine having a good dentist. No, having that happen. Although I did have a local anaesthetic for something recently, <laughs> yeah. giving having a baby, oh. and that was a, like a really bizarre experience because you can feel the movement. Is that mm-hmm. what it was like? You could feel movement happening, but you can't a feel bit. heat or cold, and you can't feel pain. So Pretty you can much. feel that, like you can, you know. Oh, look, I think it's a bit rich to compare childbirth with um, having a <laughs> wisdom tooth out. We all know that the worst pain in the world is having a wisdom out. Yeah, no, so, totally. No, <coughs> being so, ripped asunder by. Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I've got quite a hole in my mouth now, and it's, uh, it's not going to get better for a very long time. I know. Well, and that cesarean that I had that 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 took. What, a couple of hours? Or yeah, right, but right it, as rain. I'll tell you right the difference rain. between that. Give it a rub. No, no. I, I, <laughs> what is the difference? Well, are you, you really going to eat whatever you like um, after you've had a caesarean? You can eat whatever you like. Yes. And, and you don't have to be like conscious of um, nuts going into your hole. Like it's, huh? <laughs> because that's the main concern. <laughs> that's the main concern. Wow. Um, um, and you know so what? you've got a little... Crevice in your mouth now. Yes. Oh, massive, like crater, I would say, rather than the crevice. Really? And so what you – and I, I was shopping last night. I was going for a bit of a stroll mm. and I had to do a bit of shopping for the family. Yes. And um, I just wanted nuts. And even though I'm not supposed to eat nuts, I bought a, a packet of nuts. And so I'm – Right. I'm conscious – Why? Of, well, I just – I don't know. Maybe you know what it was? Because you were told not to. Maybe the literature said don't eat You're nuts. You're an idiot. So I – You've never, a, never seen you eating nut in my life. <laughs> You went out nut shopping. You went, where can I find me some nuts? I didn't go out nut shopping. You I went to, to get a some nut shop. tuna fish and some yogurt and uh, some cream cheese. I'm imagining all of those things in your crevice <laughs> <laughs> or crater or whatever it was. Crater. <laughs> Stupid. Stuart. What's in my phone uh, at the moment is um, I'm engaged <laughs> in some rather uh, emotional exchanges, not on my part, but in I'm copying it rather a bit in relation to I commented on something on social media, something I never, ever do because A, can't mm. be bothered, B, it never gets you anywhere, C, 
It never gets you anywhere. Like, yeah. don't be an idiot. Calm down. Live your life, right? However, I commented on something <clears throat> and the thing was uh, this, that sometimes when there's some big criminal uh, happenstance taking place um, and it's been covered by rolling news coverage, there is a relatively new phenomenon that goes alongside it, which everybody knows about, which is social media. So as soon as there is like, oh, this has happened, some crime has taken place and it's heinous and repulsive and it's happened over here, um, everybody gets on social media and starts to talk about it. And one of the um, things that happens is that people immediately start, and it's extraordinary how quickly it happens, start speculating. So... um, like I remember with the Jill Maher case, which was a pretty, uh, pretty much the the most prominent example of this in recent times. Um, instantly, people start saying the husband did it and stuff, and making these cases and doing this kind of who done it, um, you know, CSI kind of I've got an instinct for this and I know better than everybody else kind of thing and it happened really fast and it and all sorts of theories started coming into play and then once they once they charged somebody uh in that case but this happens all the time then it's a pile on like everybody gets on everybody says uh, and and the thing that really interests me is that everybody piles on and says I knew it it's what I said I knew and there's this kind of desire to go I was across this before anybody else and I'm and and I think it's in everybody like I think it is genuinely that thing about how humans need to gossip they need to share information they need to kind of opine about stuff all together in a big pile to make sense of stuff right but what it essentially is like is it's like you go into a you're tainting the evidence because it because and you're and what that means is that you're making it more difficult Mm. (laughs) for people to put the person that you hate and are trying to say mean things about behind bars for as long as possible because because what the the legal system needs to be seen to be giving everybody you know equal treatment and that means that everybody needs to have the presumption of of of, um innocence even if they're an idiot like Mm. or 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 evil or like vile or whatever so if if like for instance the nuremberg trials or whatever um they were they went through and they just they were systematic and they were they were uh, you needed to prove things there was it wasn't a witch hunt it wasn't like and you're a German and you're also a German and you're Japanese you should all die it was right who did what let's take names and see how you know and there were lots of different and there's a lot of gray area and stuff like that but if that hadn't happened history would judge those cases as not fair. Whereas what history does is history goes, well, there was a reckoning and here are the people who did the right thing and here are the people who did the wrong thing and the, and the, because the law treated everybody the same, even if they were the worst person that humanity can put up for judgment, mm. then like that that proves that the that the system is fair and like how what better way to damn somebody than to set the, everybody the same standard. And t- so that we all know that it's fair, right? So what happens when you go, um, oh, I knew this or, oh, I reckon it was her or when somebody comes out and like says, 
uh, we've charged somebody and it's and it lo- seems really obvious what's happened it might not actually be that that's what happened or it might be that that is what happened um but the legal system has no wriggle room there. The legal system can't go, yeah, we think that too. Let's put them in jail. The legal system has to be seen to go, all right, well, let's bring all the evidence in and see what happened and who the influences were and what what happened like five minutes before and what happened three years before and whatever and put all of those things in. If all of a sudden one of the factors they're considering is that this person has been completely condemned across all forms of media and is unsafe in a jail or is um, hated by everybody who's on the jury, then obviously that's not a fair trial and obviously, you know, that's that's not how to do justice. And so those things can be taken into consideration the end, end of my rant. But, look, point is I'm currently <sighs> engaged <laughs> to this very minute right. in many back and forths about this and people don't care. How do you stop people? You can't. You can't. So, and the thing is, do you, we change our system of justice? Well, and but to what? Because I was thinking about that, and what, the law, zero reportage. Does it come down to the media not being oh, able to I report? See. Yeah, well, that's that's the only thing. Because otherwise, like pictures, names, yeah. photos, can't yeah. be anything. Can't yeah. be any Cops details. can't make any statements. News. It just means news has to change rather than society has to change. But that's. Bad because what happens is then we can't trust our institutions because when they're not being transparent to us and so as soon as so if somebody says oh everybody needs to be on the lookout there's a guy on the loose and then all of a sudden they're like there's no guy on the loose there is uh the, the so things that, have been well, so that report has now been revoked. <laughs> <laughs> so I love your version of the media. Imagine how they take to that, but. I, I mean, that's in in some way. That's all. That's how um, the language of media already works, isn't it? Because it's, it does stuff like is helping police with inquiries. We all know as soon as that sentence comes out, people will be on social media going, "Oh, well, then it was, you know, that that's a that means that they're guilty." I didn't know that. But yeah, yeah. There, there are things that are code. There are little things that in right. that that cops and media use. To go, we can't say anything, but or you know, not treating this as suspicious, or like there are certain yeah. phrases that we now know how to use as news consumers. Anyway, Lauren Clark, end of lecture. How can people join the gossip? You're welcome. <laughs> they can find us too. We're stupidlybig.com, stupidly big on Facebook, stupidly big on Twitter, and we're stupidly small in iTunes. But actually, we're stupidly big. I should stop saying that. We're anything. Yeah. Find us there. Say hello. Stuart Farrell. I want my chair back. You never gave it back oh, to me yesterday. I didn't either. No. no. All right. You feel like... I'll waddle it round there before you tomorrow. You very comfortable. I'm extremely comfortable, but I'm I always comfortable. cracking and making weird noises over here. I hate it. I oh, know. I couldn't get less, so I'll swap them back. See All you right. for payday. See you for payday tomorrow. Bye-bye. <laughs>